from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Yeah, let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Let's just be honest. We all know the deal. So let's just be honest. Let's just be, let's just be real. It's the week of Friday, June 19th, 2015, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Cat Koffeltz. Mr. Mayor here. Ready? We, we missed you last week. Gosh. Over there on the ones and twos, our new producer, Jeremiah Dunlap. Hello, friends. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And joining us this week, sitting in over there in studio with us, Ooh. our social media maven, who's oh. shown up the last few times, uh, last few shows. Snuck in. Tiffany Brunson. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> there is my Hello, guy. it's me. Not, not only do you have a catchphrase, you also have a catch accent. Hey. <laughs> I, do, I do the southern accent when I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> this week's show what? is brought to you by uh, Tuft & Needle, the, the mattress that yeah. we have here in the studio. Yeah, it's Tuft & Needle. It's very exciting. Uh, Tuft & Needle provides a new way to shop for a mattress that's honest and hassle-free. Tuft & Needle mattresses are number one rated on, on Amazon with over 800 reviews. So it's not like three of them and they rigged it. No. It's volume, still number one. No, no, right. And ranked number one Best Buy from Consumer Reports last month. Wow. I actually thought of them this week because we moved, and I really just thought to myself, I'm going to set all of our old junkie mattresses on fire, or ju- or, or just leave them in the house. Actually, it would have probably did, did been better. you called all your friends over for a good old-fashioned mattress I did, fire? I, I just wanted to get Tuft & Needle just deliver us a house full of mattresses so I could stop <laughs> moving them. they just come to our house in a box. Uh, by cutting out the middleman gimmicks and sales tactics, Tuft & Needle offers a high-quality American-made mattress at a revolutionary price point. Tuft & Needle mattresses start at just 350 bucks, have a 10-year warranty, and ship free directly to your door. And uh, you also get a risk-free 100-night trial, as long as nothing weird happens did they oh. did they say that or did you know yeah no. i'm just assuming like you're saying that if if it, like someone set it on fire like eddie. <laughs> right probably can't return it you just e- eddie returns after 99 days of the charred remnants of a tuft and needle mattress it's just an urn full of tuft and needle ashes <laughs> it was a fantastic mattress but the mattress fire party had to go on yeah uh learn more at tuftandneedle.com they probably have all the uh, faqs about their return policy i'm sure uh, they yeah. i'm sure they've run into some doozies yeah, yeah. they, they definitely cover the, the fire and burning section <laughs> and, and pretty weird early on. stuff yeah weird. pretty early on <laughs> we have a great show in store for you today coming up later author uh and former pastor david platt uh the author of radical he has a new book out and uh, i say former pastor because he's he's head of uh the international missions board now mm-hmm. he left he left his church after eight years his yeah. church and he's doing some new things he's some bold bold vision for what's coming up yeah, so uh, Aaron, Aaron Hanbury talks to him. Yeah. And, uh, and after that, we have a Father's Day game because this show is chocked full of fathers. That's right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and we thought, uh, Tiffany should come on and do a Father's Day game yeah. with all the dads. Right. And, uh, and then we thought, hey, well, she could just join us. Right. Just, just yeah. sit in. Just yeah, sit in yeah. for the whole show. You're, you're probably not going to tell us the name of the show, the name of the game, and I haven't heard it yet. But would "Who's Your Daddy" be the funniest name? <laughs> you, you think you get something funnier than that? Father's no, father knows best. Oh. oh, 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 daddy issues. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> magazine tie-in. I like yeah. that. I like that. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Doubly funny. Uh, but so, because she's sitting in, and the audience only knows her from a couple of recent games, and so we thought we should get to know Tiffany mm-hmm. a little let's, bit. Let's uh, get in. 
Let's get inside that heart. Yeah, so, come on in. Water, <laughs> water's fine. <laughs> so, Tiffany, tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Who is Tiffany Brunson? Mm. Um, well, I am a single okay. female. Single white female. Single <laughs> she lights mattresses on fires. Yeah, I right. do sometimes. She's coming to see here. Yeah. Um, uh, I work at Relevant Magazine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, on the, I'm on the Twitters. You are? <laughs> On all of the twins. On all of them. I, I'm staying silent because I just like to watch you suffer I through this. I, <laughs> I was going to say, how long before you turn the southern accent? It's coming. Oh. It's coming. I feel yeah. it. I like to. I like the Twitters. <laughs> I like the Twitters. I do. Cameron, I think that that's my most anxiety-provoking moment is when you like go around in a circle. They're like, just introduce yourself or whatever. Like, I cannot figure out how to introduce myself. I think that is the hardest thing yeah. to do. Tell, why don't you tell the new listeners, myself? who is Eddie Koffeltz? I am a man. <laughs> I'm a hero. I think you used that word last week. I'll tell hero. you that much. Yeah. You're let's, a lifesaver. Okay, let's not make this about me. What do you do for fun when you're not podcasting? <laughs> well, I liked... <laughs> you just went southern again. <laughs> well, I knew it, I knew well, it. Well, I, I like watching shows. What, 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 what's your programs? Yeah. My programs. Um, right now, I've been watching... Your story. Your you, stories. You, you, you need to stop with the I know, accent. I know, I'm sorry. Just I've back. been... Well, so I stopped watching Parks and Rec... Oh, um, yeah. Because I was Out of sad. Protest? No, I was sad that it was finishing, and I get yeah. really attached to characters. So I like. Just so you just you you. Oh. If you feel like a relationship's getting wobbly, you'll break up with the guy first, yes. right? Before he has the chance. Oh, absolutely. To. Will yeah. you? You you really will? Well, you I have only had experience one time, <laughs> and that's what happened. So yep. So, so defense mechanism. Exactly what happened. <laughs> See, I love how it gets. Oh, you like Parks and Rec? Let's get personal. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Immediately. Well. So you haven't seen the finale of Parks and Rec? I've, I've started watching it again, so I'm. I'm in, so you in go the back season. to your ex-boyfriends. <laughs> just boyfriend, text yeah, one. Just the one. <laughs> just the one. Keep hey, going back. You just, just you still one. you're still texting. I'm like, hey, seen Jurassic Park yet? Let's go. <laughs> Jurassic World. Yeah, nailed it. I don't even know. No, she's I, asking about the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, of course you've seen Jurassic World. Have you seen the vintage one? <laughs> right, right. Um, let's see. I, you have siblings. I have one sister. She's very sweet. She's very sweet. She was here yesterday. I met Is her. She, she, she older yeah, or younger? She's four years older, but we have the same birthday. How does that? Fun fact. Wait, what? Is, Same is nine months prior to your birthday a special day in your parents' relationship? <laughs> no, I was early. She was late. Two weeks. Oh, interesting. Yep. I was supposed to be born on leap day. Oh, but I was, that uh, would have been unfortunate. I was a little bit... What, would you be like 12? Yeah. Technically? <laughs> hey, I'm not 48 yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you did that math way faster than I did. 12 times 4? It's yeah. really difficult. <laughs> it is. I'd make a homeschool joke, but I don't want to... <laughs> 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 leap years were like... I thought they were seven years. That's no, dog. They're, they're four That's years. dog, dog life. Four no, years. I'm thinking of dog leap years. You know what? We're we're struggling to come up with questions here. There's yeah. a whole thing oh, of table you have, topics. You have we got table oh, topics. Table yeah. topics. Here's one. We've this is this. just for Tiffany. A Tiffany round of table topics. Oh. Here we go. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you while playing a sport? Oh, oh man. <laughs> I don't know that. That's, have you ever played a sport? I have played a sport. What I was got, it? I've been hit in the head with every kind of sport ball there is. Wow. <laughs> Croquet? Ball? Yeah. Yeah. A croquet what? ball. Like the yard thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was laying down on the ground. <laughs> Why are you laying grass. down on a croquet field while people were well, playing? We were playing like in the grass. It wasn't I was like... going to say, I don't think you know the rules of croquet. Or... <laughs> yeah. That I feels like play- your well, fault. Well, I wasn't playing it. I was. Yeah. I was laying you were just down laying on the, the grass. All right. Uh, what age do you feel like? Oh. 47. What pushes. So, so not. You weren't born in a leap year. What, <laughs> what pushes your buttons? Uh, the oh the fact that uh, flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. Yeah, hate that. Great. Or when someone uh, goes to the gas station, fills up, and then goes inside and leaves their car there. Oh, uh, the, they go to the gas station, they fill up their tank. Yeah, they leave their car there, and there's right. no other pumps open, and right. they go inside. 
Oh, to pay. It, yeah, you no. can't drive no, away. You pay no, first. to go get some snackies. You pay first. They go in and uh, like, some of the so old, what, what, oh, around right. for snacks. But but you, so you're quite. You, you think that they should have to pull around? I to, think they should uh, go park. pull to a so parking say, space. I'm about out of gas, and you're just taking up a thing. I see. I see they rented that spot. <laughs> I say. I say. <laughs> I'm with Jesse on this I'm with one. Jesse. Uh, what song gets stuck in your head? Oh. oh. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh yes, actually, yeah. Turn around. That's a great song. Yeah, that one gets. I don't know why I guessed time. that, but I just felt that. Yeah, and I do it with like a little speech impediment sometimes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a, I do have a question that oh, yeah, was asked ahead. of me. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Carey asked me, and now I'll ask you, what is your spirit animal? And you're not allowed to say wolf because everyone says that. I don't say wolf. <laughs> I don't also, say wolf. I think it's sloth. <laughs> yeah, be, be, I agree. Because of just your... Uh, weird that you're still single. Yeah. Uh, what em- <laughs> what embarrassing moment What embarrassing moment has stuck with you over the years? Do you get embarrassed? Um, not re- I think more I just like to turn it into a nice... Anecdote. Oh, I see. Lemons yeah. out of lemonade. Good looking like when homeless men hit on you. When homeless men hit it's on It's like an immediate lives. Instagram yeah. hit. Yeah, sometimes. Um, oh, that's not out of nowhere. That happened. That happened <laughs> last when, week. When, uh, no, it happened. Well, I tweeted it last week. It happened many months ago. Wait, wait. So you save up your tweets? Sometimes. Write them as drafts. You're like, this one's really good. I'm going to save it for well, a special it, moment. Yeah, I put it in like my uh, my notes app. So when crazy life things happen, you don't tweet them as they're happening. You save them for a better time. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes I just do it, but sometimes I'll just write it down and then I randomly find it later. I'm like, oh yeah. Hey, Tiffany, it sounds to me like you're hoarding experiences. <laughs> yes. You're an experience hoarder. She is really funny on well, social media though and it's it makes sense. That's why we hired her. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I understand. But like, you got to space that out. Yeah, you, oh, you can't do just, it all at once. That's true. You can't be like just pff, all funny stuff. Yeah. You got to like, you got to, uh, I like it. No it's about it pace. Tiffany, you're you're 24 years old. I'm 24 years what old. What is the most difficult thing about getting older? Not having a locker? <laughs> I've never had a locker. Oh, she was homeschooled. Oh, right. You settle down, Cameron. We got a little <laughs> feedback about homeschooling. Hold on. Um, I think the mo- it's probably like being in your 20s. It's like, oh, no, I have to do something with my life before I'm 30. Yes. I think that's the most difficult part. You're basically dead when you're 30. You know, I don't yeah. agree with that theory, though, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I don't either, logically, but that's just how but it you feels. Feel you know who yeah, else yeah. doesn't agree with that? Jesus. <laughs> Boom. He started when he's 30, so. <laughs> so no big deal. What did he do before that? Yeah, Wandered. Burned. The best is yet to come, Tiff. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what quality do you think is most important in marriage? Oh, mutual trust and respect. Well, Eddie, good. is that correct? No, it's not that great. But <laughs> I, would say, I would say love and respect. Well, love and respect. Yeah. There's a whole book. What about, about love it? and respect Read now? It. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll cross that bridge when you get to it. I've uh, never heard of that book. <laughs> what's your favorite thing to do with friends, Tiffany? High five them. Vape. What? He means the cast of friends. She, she said vape. <laughs> the cast of friends. Yeah, and the, the correct answer is dance around a couch near a fountain. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh. Now, with nobody's listening, just it's just craziest us girls thing right now. I've ever done. I think I'm I'm kind of a rule follower. I'm afraid of police, so I don't usually do crazy, crazy things. I yeah. think I, I dyed my hair black once. That was kind of crazy for me. Did I know you? Yeah, I think, yeah. When was that? I don't remember that. That was my first days at Summit. Oh, yeah. Sweet really people days. telling me it looked good, and it really didn't. Tiffany and, I, <laughs> Tiffany and I used to work together, so we, we go way back to her internship days. Were you an intern? Yes, I was. Yeah, a very good intern. Thank you. We go way back because her dad was a youth leader in my youth group That's true. In, uh, oh. prior to her conception. That's true. <laughs> back on that. So I'm right. like yep. BC Tiffany. Her dad. Right? I love her dad. Yep. My dad's the best. So, so Cameron, did, did her dad ever discipline you? <laughs> I mean, he was a youth leader, and you were in youth group. What a no! What a profoundly weird question. 
<laughs> we we went a, to different kind of churches, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> what an incredibly weird. <laughs> no, what, what I'm saying is like when I was in youth group, it was all about messing around a lot. Yeah. And it wasn't like it wasn't like they hit us with spoons or something. Are you talking? Yeah, you're talking about like we're at a lock in and they're just demanding everyone go to bed at like three and three a.m. Yeah, like, or just like or just weird or just like you're acting up or or making jokes during the sermon or something. Making whoopee in the gym. Yeah, the stuff these group kids do. I mean, you know we, how it we've is. talked about how youth outreach or or youth retreats are, are dens of iniquity. That's where yeah. you know that's where all the Wait, bad stuff happens. Cameron, you put uh, flags in someone's yard as a prank. Was yeah. that her? No, no, it was our youth pastor, okay, okay. and it was the youth pastor after uh, her dad's in era. Yard? Yeah, on July fourth, and a couple of neighborhoods put little yard flags in front of everybody's yard. We went around in the middle of the night gathered them all up, thousands of them, mm-hmm. and put them all in our youth pastor's yard, front yard. Oh. It was like a sea of flag. Okay, I have one more question. What's the best advice you've ever been given? It doesn't have to be particularly profound. It can be, but just like has stuck with you. Or has anybody cared enough about you to give you advice? <laughs> Good question. Maybe um, it just happened. Right. Has this ever happened? Yeah. Jeremiah just told me to put my face closer to the mic, and that's probably the best <laughs> advice I've really ever That was really good. <laughs> you can hear me slightly better. You're the wind beneath her wings, uh, If you were going to attend school in another country, and I mean real school, not homeschool, uh, where would you g- choose to go? So basically, um, if you and your mom were going to do this, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be with you in this one, Cameron. Let's be offensive together. Yeah. <laughs> um, not without knowing anything about um, their school systems, I want to move to the UK more than more than I want to do most things. Really? Why? Because I used to live there. I didn't know that. Once upon a time. Yep. Well, uh, after he was a youth leader, me. after he was a youth leader, they went and lived in the UK. Yeah, Air Force. Uh, would you rather be the best player on the worst team or the worst player on the best team? The worst player on the best team. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> keep your yeah contributions to a minimum. Uh, what thoughts keep you from getting to sleep at night? If I watch a very sad movie or a sad episode of a show, I think I I lay at night thinking about it. About sadness. About, about sad fictional situations. Sadness. Yeah. Mostly fiction. Is that when you write your really somber tweets? Yeah. Do I have those? Well, no, you, they're in your phone locked away for yeah. the I future. Those. Yeah. I those. McDreamy died. McDreamy. Who right. is McDreamy? Or you say, like, just, oh. feel, just feeling it right yeah. now. <laughs> just feeling it right now. I have right. all the feels right, right now. now. Oh, all, all the feels. Oh, that's the perfect yeah. one. All Let's the talk feels about that. right now. Rewatch the finale of Fresh Prince. Have you ever written a caption that's just like, like whatever, hiking vibes right now or whatever? I did kitten vibes. <laughs> Perfect. Just last week. Good. Was it about the kitten? I feel like it was. There was a kitten with me. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's better. It gives you the feels. Yeah. Right. I mean, be ca- be careful. He's going to critique things that you've done on social oh, yeah, media, I, and that's going to make you self-conscious mm. when you do them next time. But then in solidarity, Eddie's in there <laughs> in your head. Uh-huh. And uh, I, some of Eddie's tweets, I feel like are directly pointed at something I've done. Is it that day? He's <laughs> all about critiquing the Instagram uh-huh. tendencies where, where that if, some people have. Where it's just like, hey, who wants to see some pictures of the same kids over and over again? Enjoy yeah. my Instagram. There's yeah. Eddie, you're, you're just really Instagram judgy, Eddie. That's what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're up on a high horse, my friend. I'm on a social media high horse. Eddie, def- mind, mind the Instagram in your own eye before you're looking into your neighbors. <laughs> uh, Tif- Tiffany, did you have an imaginary friend? I was just talking to someone about this the other day. I tried to, but I just couldn't get into it. Couldn't conjure it? <laughs> I couldn't get into it. I was like, this is my imaginary friend, thought him up, and then I just would forget that I was supposed to have him. How, how like, old yeah. were you? Uh, six, seven. And he was like, was he like real? Like, could you tell who he or she was? No, I'm, I just, my, I didn't, just didn't, I mean, I, I thought of a person. Yeah. 
like a, a name and everything. Old how old, how old, old was the person and what gender? Um, male, and it was more of like a like a little fuzzy creature. Oh, um, and like an I Elmo. assume he was like a little older than me, so he could like give me advice and stuff like that. But but you guys you never really didn't get that advice. You never, I never did get it. When yeah, you guys when your when your friendship started to get closer, did you end up just pushing him away before he could? Yeah, before he could really care about yeah. you. Smart. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, what's the best way to relieve stress? Uh, punching a bag of something. And finally, uh, <laughs> and finally, last question, Tiffany. What's the what's been the biggest obstacle in your life so far? Ooh. That's a good one. You guys react Ooh. the exact same way <laughs> to all these. In biggest obstacle in your life. Um, biggest obstacle in my life, literally, like a thing I've. I you can go you can take it metaphorically yeah. or literally. You can you figure out how you what path you want to traverse on this like, show. It, yeah, it could be it could be something that was difficult emotionally. Or it could be like a hurdle on a track. Like like mm-hmm. ask me the question and I'll give you mine. Well, uh, Tiffany, um, what what's the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome in your life? Yes, yeah, so mine is loving too much. Oh, <laughs> being too caring. Right. My, mine is the, the amount of charm I exude. <laughs> a lot of people want to be close to me, and you know, I have so much time. <laughs> yeah, totally. is, I guess my pathological lying is probably. Probably oh. <laughs> that was that in was your so dark that, heart. So, but then is that true or not? Good it's kind one. of true. But how would we know? Oh, interesting. Because a liar would tell you that it was true, even if it was a lie. Ooh, burned. <laughs> I'm seriously trying to think through this right now. You burned. But you just I, went southern again. You know what? I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like that you can't come up with it right away. Because oh. I feel like you're like, I, like you know, everybody. I mean, she's had a charmed, you know, uh, or just like all of my upper middle class American same, life. Maybe? You know, yeah, they were just all regular. Yeah, yeah, just regular problems. You didn't have to overcome anything. Your yeah. parents just handed life to you yeah, on a platter. Silver platter. Just silver platter. Or you've thing. just platter, deeply cut, cut repressed a lot of things that are yeah. going to come up I'd later on. I do that on. too. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually <laughs> it. Okay, that, I do that. That, a that lot. makes a little more sense. Deep repression of feelings. <laughs> actually, that's my thing. Well, I feel like let them all out on a big bag of something. Yes, I feel like. This has been helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For the show. Now the listeners can fully appreciate the journey of having Tiffany with us for the whole show. Yeah. Because now they feel like they know where she's coming from. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. excited you're here. You're a great person. Yeah. I'm glad we get to hang out. Thank you you. sort of great around a lot. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm no. not super pumped that she's here, but it's How cool. How dare you? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Jer- Jeremiah is borderline indifferent. A yeah. little upset yeah. about this. I, I want to be the new guy for the rest of this uh, day. Yeah. So if you could you're, not. Take- you're still the new guy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, Gender. you can be the new girl. You, oh. can, you can be the Zoe. You oh. got, you love her, don't you? I Do don't, we, I, no. You, you kind of look, have a Zoe Deschanel look with the oh, glasses yeah. and the brown hair. Do we share our same feelings No, 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 I, I know how you feel about her. Yeah. I, I feel fine about her. Not her as a person, I just, you know, we've talked about it. Like, There's yeah. no difference, oh. Eddie. You just don't like her for weird reasons <laughs> that no one can understand, <laughs> and it makes you a terrible person. Let's move on. Bingo. Uh, you know, yeah, let's move on. Before we get to entertainment releases, I just want to say publicly and in person, I told the story, Eddie, last week of you saving I know, I, my life. I kind of can't believe you did it. Why? Because I didn't you think you... saved my life. I didn't tell anyone. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I told well, not everybody. Yeah. You saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was here because of you. And you weren't here for me to thank you. So Buzzing no. around the office. Uh, the, the, for people who didn't hear it, uh, we were in Chicago. I literally was choking in a restaurant, and Eddie snapped to action and uh, hit me so hard that I was able Actually, to Actually, I wasn't even trying to. I was just trying to give you a nice, snuggly hug. And then <laughs> next thing I know, you're alive again. I thought, so you know in, in your version of the story, you had no idea he's choking. You just went no, to no. go straight no, I knew he, I knew he was choking. I was getting choked up about this, yeah, the moment we right, were all having. Right. It was a, and that's what took, made it last another second, because it really was like, is this his? Is he about to... 
crier. <laughs> and then, no, then I just decided to hug you as you choked. <laughs> turns out it turns out it helped. <laughs> Your intuition. And, and I also think, and I don't want to talk too much about this, Jesse, but I feel like we're pretty much done with the Boy Scouts versus Order of the Bow conversation at this point. Yeah, yes. Jesse, I got to go with you on this one. I'm, I'm kind of going, wait, 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 I'm wait, wait, thankful wait. for his training. The, yeah. I, tell me the logic here. Had you life? been sitting there at dinner, Tiffany Brunson would have been hosting the show right now. End of story. <laughs> you're saying you're saying if you had not had your that, right. that it took what? How how long were you in Boy Scouts? Real quick, refresh us, Eddie. That it took He's to still. climb the pinnacle. He's still in Eagle Scout. Like, no, yeah. you're you're always an Eagle Scout. Let's see, I was in it. I was in it from what ten to eighteen. Some pretty cool formative years. So eight years. Okay, so in the nearly a decade. <laughs> that, 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 that the one takeaway? <laughs> no, I can do a lot of things if pressed into action. If I knot. let's say my boat was about to drift out, he could tie a knot and tether it to a dock. Yeah. What are your people doing, Jesse? Okay, real quick, Cameron. Another scenario I'm going to throw at you. Okay, that yeah. that could have saved your life too if a bowman yeah. was with you. Hit me, <laughs> bowman. Hit me. Okay. Uh, the, the the order of the bow being the rival organization to uh, the uh, Boy, Boy Scouts. Scouts. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Eddie could save your life in this scenario where you're choking on a piece of steak. That never happens. Again, that'll never happen again. That's very unlikely. Okay. <laughs> like, let's say you are in a jet ski race and need to take it to another high gear to win. Would you rather have a cool Eagle Scout with you? No, I just just have... think of your position, Cameron. What scenario are you more likely to be in? <laughs> a jet ski race or choking? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. In the future, am I more likely to need his help or your help? But isn't ten years of training worth one man's life? Wow. Those are footprints in the sand. Okay. okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Would you have saved his <laughs> life if, um, you know, uh, um, some sort of samurai had broken into the restaurant? Okay. Could, could or would you? you rather have a bowman who's probably got like a, a, a blowgun with him at all times? <laughs> See, you're just not thinking it through, guys. <laughs> so you're what you're saying, Jesse. Cameron, you're going for an emotional response. Jesse, you're not, you're, you're not, con you are kind of conceding the fact that because of his his Boy Scout training, he knew what to do in that situation. Jesse, what you're trying to do is contrast <laughs> that there are so many other situations that you would have been prepared for and he would have not been prepared exactly, for. That are so, arguably just as likely. Yeah. All right. All right. And, and I'm just Point saying, made. before you go with an emotional response, because Order of the Bow guys don't rely on our emotions. Okay. Right. We, we rely <laughs> on what feels good at the moment and we just run with that and never look back. Sounds healthy. Anyhow, if you're going to go to dinner with someone, you're probably going to want to go with me. If you're going to do a sick jet ski race or some sort of samurai thing, head on out with Jesse. Yeah, there you go. It's really your call. And, right. if, and if you're doing both, well, then we'll just and split up the night. Uh, good, luck, good luck taking it to ne the next high gear with Eddie. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's how I choose my friends. It depends on what the activity is. Right. Who, who I want right, my We're going to have a nice meal. It's going to yeah. be, be you and me. Nice touching conversation that I right. might choke during. Right. Uh, Eddie? Eddie's we my guy. You. We yeah. got you. All right. Okay, well, it's time for entertainment releases. Uh, music coming out on Tuesday, June 23rd, Leon Bridges is coming out with Coming Home. Uh, you're going to hear a song from Leon uh, in one of the breaks coming up. It's uh, phenomenal. He's like 25 years old and he sounds like Sam Cooke from the oh. late 50s. It's oh, wow. really, really cool. And he really just cool started album. writing music a couple years ago. Oh, like two heard, years ago. I have yeah. heard that guy. Yeah, That's he's cool. from like Dallas. and It's just so cool. I've heard him. Great album. Uh, Finding Favor is coming out uh, with Reborn, Darren Goatee. Sun Lux is coming out with Bones. And John Mark and Sarah McMillan yeah. are coming out with the You Are the Avalanche EP. Aren't they coming to our studio soon? Yes, theoretically. 
if the dates can work out. Is that sister or wife? Uh, his wife. It's like it's nice. like the wife stripes. Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, speaking of husband and wife in the studio, uh, Gunger came through. Yeah. We're going to be having uh, that performance on Relevant TV and on the podcast coming up soon. And also Matt Redman came through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to say, this was a pretty cool day. Yeah. I like both both Matt Redman and Gunger eventful. today. I mm-hmm. had nothing to do with either of these other than I just was on IJM email all day. And I'm like, well, I'll just start it by watching Matt Redman. And <laughs> it was amazing. And then I'll just move in and watch Gunger. It Cameron, was, was there any crossover in the times that they were in the office? No. No, no they didn't cross paths unfortunately because we could have done a mashup that would have been cool oh yeah I mean literally heaven would have literally opened up (laughs) if Matt Redman and Gunger performed together that would have been it second coming would have happened well I was going to say I wonder if they're even if if it's even friendly or if it's like oh Oh. you know oh you're saying like the the different worship streams are kind of rival gangs like Jesus culture and passion don't get along right it's like the bow and the arrow right oh yeah Yeah, maybe instead of like a dance off they they like do little (laughs) scales on their acoustic guitars oh yeah planet shakers Mm -hmm. really doesn't like those Hillsong guys yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, huh? Interesting. That, that's more what I was thinking. I, I was thinking it was pretty risky to bring them in the same building at the same time. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's almost like when you, those uh, sitcom scenarios where you've double booked back to back dates and they show up at the same time in the restaurant and you have to. Pretend You're like, to excuse keep me, it. let me run to the restroom real yeah, quick yeah. and turn that's the laser doing. inside out. Matt Redman and. Uh, and Gunger. Yeah, so those are going to be... See, like Tiffany's tweets, we're going to save them and space yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And so then... That's uh, the right call. So we got Planet Shakers right. coming up this month. Planet Shakers coming up. We got Redman. We got two or three really big surprises that I don't want to give up until... Oh, there's Ooh. some... There's, there's a some huge thing happening. Do, yeah. do, do, do. No. <laughs> no. John <laughs> uh, Mark Sir McMillan. Big okay. reunion. Movies coming out on Friday, June 26th. Uh, Max, that uh, dog war oh. one, the, oh. the dog comes My wife just saw the preview for this and cried. We were we went to a movie together. Yeah, we went and saw Jurassic World together. Yeah. Oh, a whole yes. group of us. Uh-huh. And before that movie, yeah. they played Max. a trailer for Max. And I looked over at my wife sitting next to me, sweet little Mindy, oh. and she was just like bawling. Me, I have, oh. the, I have the, the whole trailer. Yeah, the, the trailer. Oh, I mean, it so it's so like you know, uh, the big brother is off at war. This is his dog. Uh, oh, he gets killed. Oh, the dog comes back. The dog goes through PTSD, oh. done like anybody oh. but the younger brother. Well, let me just say I have the whole scenario, synopsis in front of me. The final, the final uh, sentence says, "But they might also find an unlikely new best friend in, in each, each other." other. It's oh. really, it looked really sweet. Yeah. and Mindy is say. also one of the nicest people. Oh, Mindy has ever. a heart of gold. Yeah, and it's so bad. My response to her crying, I always just laugh so hard, <laughs> which is the worst way for. I'm not encouraging it all. Like I looked over and she's well, that just to like, answer that table topic. What's the most important trait in a marriage? Just support. when your sensitive white uh, wife is crying at something, <laughs> don't laugh, laugh in her face. Laugh right in her face. <laughs> What's wrong with you? In front of it's other people. It's just a dog movie. Yeah. It's, it's, Look at her. She's pull crying. Yourself together. Right. It's just a vow. Why are you crying? <laughs> Come on. See, Tiffany, uh, is this a film that would keep you up at night? <laughs> it seems like maybe. She, yeah. All of her somber tweeting happens during the movie Max. All the feels. Max. Hashtag all Max. The feels. It's made by the same crying producers. All the, all the feels. The same producers who did uh, Marley and Me, which uh, really gave Tiffany what, the feels. Why do they like, die, like sad dogs? Oh, my gosh. Sell. Sad dog sell. Old Yeller seems like it's got. A, it's time for a reboot. Reboot. Right? Yeah. Time um, about reboots. Old reboot Yeller, Airbud crossover. Everybody knows how it ends. It'd be like rebooting The Sixth Sense. <laughs> yeah, you just know. You don't, you don't need to do that. Uh, also coming out that weekend, Ted, Mark Ted Wahlberg. Uh, Ted 2, uh, Amanda Seyfried, Seth MacFarlane, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, this was one where Ted fights for his right to be a human because um, he's married and wants to uh, qualify to be a parent. And is a bear. 
My, my two-year-old son, I don't think, gets the the humor. But when the Ted commercial comes I on, I hope he, he doesn't get the humor. Freaks out. So obviously, you'll be taking him. Yeah, yeah, night. we'll be going to see it. <laughs> right. You got to uh, get that. Yeah, boy me, me and Cohen, my five-year-old, we're going to go see uh, Mad Max this weekend. Oh, oh. oh that's <laughs> sad. Sad Max, the movie about dogs. Yeah, right. d- yeah. Is that, is that the cool desert one, or is that the the, the lame dog movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for your entertainment releases and getting to know Tiffany Brunson. Yeah, stay tuned. Up next. Slices. You always feel half empty, and I'm just a little to think of changing my semantics. Could ever break any rules? You know, I always feel half crazy. A Roman candle at the water's Listening to the Minor Birds, the song is Semantics from the album Lovers Know. Lovers do know. They do I know. Assume. They, they know and laugh if you cry. <laughs> At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Kidding fe- featuring a Dead Loaf. The song is Be Real, the edited one uh, from their album Full Speed. All right, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? Well, I, I've had, ever since I got out of college, I've had like a recurring nightmare that I'm back in college. I'm just totally unprepared for anything academic to ever have to be in the classroom again. It's never something I want to experience, but this story, but you're a lifelong learner. I mean, it's not like you're a smart man. You're a lifelong learner. You're, you're a curious mind. You just don't want to have to go back to college. Exactly. I, I mean, and I like the experience of college. It's just being in the classroom. I no longer have the attention span for that. Right. Or the, or, you know, everything that comes with it. But this Story made me reconsider that. Uh, Cambridge University will soon be hiring a professor of Lego. Oh wow! So uh, yes. basically, there's a there's an organization called the Lego Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit that owns a quarter of the Lego uh, company, and they are they've given Cambridge University millions of dollars uh, to create a new uh, whole department that is going to focus on. Uh, play and how it factors into education and development for kids. Um, and, but they're looking for a full-time professor to oversee this whole department that is basically learning about playing. So uh, the the right candidate, they said all, all that they, they, they're looking for is someone who has uh, experience within the general field of the title of the office, which is play. Huh. So oh, theoretically- a Kindergarten teacher? You could have anyone who is good at playing take over this multi-million dollar position at Cambridge. Wow. You think you could do that job? Do I think I could? Yeah. I mean, you like to play around. Uh, and I would love the opportunity. To, I, see, I didn't like being in the classroom as a student, but I would love it as a professor because I play a lot of mind games. I think oh. you Oh, would. yeah? Like what? Like you're not talking about this position anymore. You're just talking about like you would like to be a professor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I and I wouldn't. It, I wouldn't try to make it like an, an necessarily an enjoyable experience for my students, but a memorable one. <sighs> okay. Like you would go. You would give them the final exam the first day, and if they pass it, they never come back to class, <laughs> knowing that they're all going to fail it. But you just like that's what just gets them in a weird headspace. Yeah. Or just like do like weird assignments, or you know, just freak out on them for no reason. You know, just would you be like a that. pop quiz guy? 
Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Or, or, or like yeah. make people stand up in class and do weird icebreakers and things. <laughs> like trust falls? Yeah, I mean, the, the first <laughs> the first week would be all elaborate trust falls. <laughs> like almost like domino paths of trust falling? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I would tell them that you'll learn at the end of the semester why I did this. And I would never and tell you them. Never you just want to see a line of students this, trust falling all around the classroom. This will all make sense later. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'm making each of you stand on your desk and sing your most embarrassing right. story. And, and like Lost, you're not going to resolve it. You're yeah. just going to yeah. leave it open. I will tell them that the last day, you, this is all going to come together and you're going to thank me for the... It's and then an, the last an, class just uh, just avoids the, half of the open plot lines. And they'll all realize that the only person they could never trust is the person that said, trust me, and then they're shaking their head. <laughs> <laughs> That's lesson learned, class dismissed. <laughs> and, and, just like weird stuff like hey listen guys I'm, I'm having a, a laid back day you know uh, it's really nice weather whoever doesn't really want to be in class today can go ahead and leave and as soon as they start walking out the door I'm going to be like never come back because you just <laughs> 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 get out of here I never see your face again <laughs> your stuff like that you know well, it, it seems like you have exactly what the Lego people are looking for for the position yeah. <laughs> but because you're throwing Legos at them as they walk yeah, away at this point I go to the, their, their final project Project with an elaborate castle that I've instructed them to build over the course of the semester. And I just kick it over. You'll never uh, amount to anything. And I just kick their castle over. I think I'm kind of what they're looking for. Yeah. You're Cambridge material. I think you'd do a great job at that. Yeah, All right. Cambridge man. <laughs> Cambridge man. <laughs> what do you have, Eddie? Well, I've done this a few times uh, over, you know, my illustrious career here. But I'm going to give you a choice, oh. new friend. I have two slices. Okay. Would you like a slice about um, theft or a slice about Walmart? Or, or is it one slice? I was going to say, these right. don't seem mutually exclusive. <laughs> the tiny island of Canna, located on the uh, inner Scottish something. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody's even aware. Oh, yeah, other than the people nobody's who ever, live there. But nobody's ever seen Scotland. It's not like you're talking to someone who lived in the UK. Right. Tiny, tiny little island with 30 people on it. Oh, so okay. I, I already love this place. So by tiny, you mean tiny? <laughs> I mean tiny. Small. 30 tiny people. by population or tiny by like... I are they little they are. people? It was an island of little people. Is this what you're is saying. not in the story. I'm going to guess they are all generally average size. Okay, I'm okay. sure there are some that are okay. taller, some that are shorter. But I think as an average, they are just like the rest of Scotland. Well, you know, medieval times, everybody was a lot shorter, like five one, five two. I did not. Maybe know that. they migrated yeah. to now, that little island and stayed that size. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'd like to just cancel this slice right now <laughs> because it's interesting to think about, right? Like, what if they? But they couldn't have since from medieval times just continued to reproduce with just people on that island. Maybe. They had to have ha- they could have. Inbreeding? I mean, like royal families? Eddie, I feel like whoever wrote this story that you're reading really did not do a good job. It should be an island of 30 average size people. Otherwise, we just are have to speculate. We're just, we have to right. speculate. We're just we don't know. scratching our heads, wondering, always. So, here's what happened on this island. And I guess I'm making people aware, because I assume we have a listener on this island, sure. uh, of one of the 30 people probably listens to the show, and in case they haven't gotten word from the 29 other people that live around them, we need to make them aware uh, they have a um, a little uh, hut, basically a little store. It, I've seen a picture of it. It looks more like a hut that uh, fishermen go to so that they can get Wi-Fi. 
and they have a little store inside of it. And instead of having a cashier there, they simply have an honor box because if there's 30 people there, right, why would you need a cashier? They're just using an honor box. Yeah, They're think on- about the downtime. I mean, with that kind of customer base. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> right. it's like working at a mattress store. I mean, who really? No. You're why sitting there all day long. You see one person. Why wouldn't you just have your mattress sent to you at this point? Actually, yeah. that's true. Needle.com. Yeah. 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 I mean, how many mattress <laughs> fires are happening regularly? Right? necessitates an entire store. I mean, have you ever seen people, I mean, other than on a Saturday afternoon at three o'clock? I mean, like right. we were going to lunch the other day at Chipotle. There's a mattress firm thing right next to it. Mm-hmm. Literally, the, the lights were out, but it was open. I mean, it was like, it was like nobody's in there. Who's and if you walk by, you always see the same thing. It's one guy, like customer, and he's sitting on a mattress just kind of hopping. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, and he kind of shrugging his shoulders like, ah, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm leaving. It was a mistake to come here. <laughs> it was a mistake to come there. Yeah. So but now, who's shopping for a mattress at three o'clock on a Tuesday? You know what I'm saying? Excellent question. Shut your doors. That's All an right. excellent question. Yeah, because because, because it's not box. like something so. where you urgently need a mattress. No. No, <laughs> but like something right. happened. Like, oh crap! I just broke my mattress. Although I would, lo- who cares about this slice now? Who, who, <laughs> like, I would love to know, though, from tough to needle, like. How many people are buying mattresses at 4 a.m.? Like, because I bet they have a ton of orders. It's an impulse buy I th- situation. Oh, I you don't impulse buy, buy a mattress. Oh, you need yeah, a mattress. If you hate, you could, if you hate yeah. the way it feels, if oh, you're like, oh, you've been tossing and turning all night. But, but to go to the store is premeditated. Yeah, to drive all the way to the store. And, and again, you're not going at 3 o'clock on a Tuesday. You're going to go at dinner time or you're going to go on a weekend. Mm-hmm. I think mattress the mattress industry needs to get turned on its head and they need to <laughs> shut down and do reverse hours. They should have a single button app where you don't even have to open right. it. You just hit the app. Boom. And mattresses FedEx do. done or however uh, they yeah. say done. That's so I, and they, and they, and I think uh, they should only work with honor boxes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like they just trust that I'm going to put a little money in that tough to needle the box. appropriate amount of money for the how much I like this mattress. Right, yeah, because it's not like they have to worry about other forms of theft. Well, no one's walking into the mattress store and sneaking one out. Well, and Jesse, if they do, they deserve it. They deserve yes. to keep the mattress because that is a feat. That's what the people on the island of Canada thought, Jesse. Oh, really? Until this week. For the first time in many, many decades, I'm trying to find the exact number, in nearly half a century, <laughs> nearly half a century, the honor box was burglarized. Chocolates were stolen. Coffee, <laughs> battery, toiletries, and tea time biscuits were all stolen. <laughs> And to make matters worse, six hand-knitted hats, no. like the ones that people send us when there's somebody new on the show. Yeah. Wait, what? So <laughs> I've not gotten any hat. Yeah, just stick around long enough. You'll yeah. get gifts sent to you. Yeah. So somebody sent us so, a beautiful hat. So wouldn't that, I mean, with 30 people and they know what the hats were that were in the store and all of a sudden, you know, Joe down there has got a new, new fancy hat on. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a tell. Well, according to the store's manager, Julie McCabe, she says, we are all pretty gutted. Um, she is, says, I am absolutely floored that this would happen in our community. Well, it's like an act of betrayal well, at that right. point. I mean, and here's the, my question. For the first time ever, they're going to have to lock the doors up. Oh, my God. Are there uh, really, really old people that live there and maybe dementia? Oh, in? And it wasn't theft. Oh. It was just they oh. didn't know or they forgot. They got confused. They thought they paid. Oh, like they just walked in and stole everything and then forgot. <laughs> but I understand what you're they saying. They walked in, they did their shopping, right. and, then and then forgot, forgot to, pay. to pay because they were, you know, They forgot older. to pay and then remembered to take the money with them. Well, They took the money with them? Oh, they took the money? Well, then explain this. Because the crime wave doesn't end there. Oh, no. I would say this is absolutely the best job I've ever done at a slice. Can we just step outside this moment? I'm really milking this slice. First off, Eddie, we don't even know what size these people are. So I guess continue. Right, right. I don't even have an image in my head. Keep in mind, we have no idea how big or small these people are. Go ahead, Eddie. If I were glass taught us anything, you've got to paint a tapestry. You've got to paint a picture Mm -hmm. here so we can like see it in our mind's eye. Act act one, 30 people. Act one. Average size. Seven, four. (laughs) 
Right. Okay. One, one smile island. <laughs> so the same night, and I would like to hear how your elderly theory okay. works sure. into this. The island's people. beauty shop. On the same night, somebody stole body butter, <laughs> bath oils, shower gel, shower gels, and which I do not agree with. I do not agree with shower gels, by the way. But we can get into you that need abrasion. Like their existence. You need abrasion, and you need a regular bar oh, of soap. Everybody else can settle down. Yeah. Um, and also money that was stolen from the honesty box. Oh. Same oh. night. It's a crime wave. Okay, uh, house guests. Mm-hmm. Any, anybody? Anybody come onto the island? Stay. Uh, is there an Airbnb situation uh, on the no, island? No. An outsider. None of that. Yep. There's there's no indication that anybody new had come on or off the island. Are there footprints on the shore? Well, anywhere? there was two sets, and then there's one. Oh, uh, that's where, that's where God <laughs> carried. So them. you're saying you're saying that Jesus may have been an accomplice, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> we believe in grace, Jesse, right. or something yeah. like that. Anyhow, yeah. I just wanted to make the residents know, and I wanted to for all of you that were thinking. Do we know about the name of the island? Cannon. <laughs> Cana. Canaan, that's in the Bible. Canaan. 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 It's pronounced Canada. Canada. It's pronounced Canada. Can you check yep. the date on this? Is it 25 BC? <laughs> <laughs> I think this. I think actually Paul directly addressed this. <laughs> the Was tiny mi- island of Canna, C-A-N-N-A, located in uh, the inner Scottish Hebrides. Hebrides? Well, Canna, well, if you're them. listening, lock your doors. Yeah. yeah. Hide your wife. We know that one guy at the fishing shop is listening on the Wi-Fi. Can I? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyhow, it was just a disturbing trend, and I hope that if you're listening and you stole the hats and you stole the body butter that you would be so uh, kind as to return it and send me one of the and hats and the money and the money do send oh, us yeah. the money in the hat. Act, right. act two. Send me one of the hats. Act two. I can't believe it's not body butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Beautiful. Nice All right, This is part of sitting down and join us for the whole show. As we said, you got to bring the goods. Here is Tiffany Brunson's debut slice. Yes, the goods Bring being in the goods. a cat slice, obviously. Everyone <laughs> right. loves cats, so oh, this is... Do. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's true. Anybody who matters to me likes cats. <laughs> wow. That was, I came on real strong. Yes. I care about all of you. Dog lovers, parakeet lovers. That covers it. <laughs> a Stanford, Connecticut man <laughs> called 911 this week. Weird name. What? Uh, you said a Stanford, Connecticut man called 911 this week. I, let let oh, me ask you, did, does it give any, sorry, sign, does sorry, any size sorry. description of Mr. 911? Yeah. <laughs> How tall is Mr. this guy? Mr. 911. An average yeah. man named 911. I do know that the cat's name is Miss Mittens, so <laughs> you're welcome. It seems like the Miss isn't necessary there. <laughs> Have I we feel talked like about Mittens <laughs> would suffice. But. It would, and but do we I know didn't what, name it. Do we know what I'm going to name my two cats if I ever get no. cats? Oh, Mr. Ford socks and Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I had a cat once. He was named Little Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love the story. Uh, That's Jerry the end Seinfeld. of the story pretty much. And, 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 and we go to the vet and they'd, they'd call Little Jerry Seinfeld Strang. Hold on. I'm pulling up cat piano. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll continue. In, oh, you ready? There you go. There it is. So a man in Stamford, Connecticut called 911 this week to help with a standoff with his house cat that entered in its third hour, leaving him stuck outside the house. <laughs> Audio wait, wait, of the nine was. Is that too perfect for this slice? <laughs> no, no. It's like it's, it's stuck outside. Reaching perfection is oh. my main goal. Hold on, keep going. I'll figure okay. it out. Audio of the nine one one call. Nine one one call placed around one thirty a.m. on a Wednesday. Wait, we should reenact the nine one one call. Yeah. Makes it clear that the man wasn't kitten around either. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, uh, wait, did you add that or was no, that? In no, the that's article? in it. That's in it. Oh, bummer. I know. I would have thought of it though. Don't worry. Um. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. So paint the scenario real quick. Uh, he, in the middle of the night, calls nine one one, and he says, "I'm an average. Si- I'm a man of average size. <laughs> <laughs> I have neither brown hair nor blonde hair, <laughs> and I hail from an island in Scotland. With me are six hats and a jar of body <laughs> and butter. some body butter. <laughs> Allow me to continue ooh, with ooh, my. Hold words. on, I got sick. I have the sick cat. Okay, ready, ready when you are. Um, so the man <laughs> makes the nine one one call and quote. My cat was getting too aggressive. I was inside and he attacked me and he started scratching my leg and biting me. So me and my wife went outside and now we cannot go in for like three, four hours. That's what he says on... <laughs> that's a quote, quote, end quote. Quote um, of, of the call. That's a quote from the call. Um, that's purring. <laughs> that's farting. That's a cat farting. That's purring. That's, purring. <laughs> that's basically what a cat purr is, right? Yeah. It's just a throat fart. Throat fart, right. <laughs> so, Quality show. The operator, the operator responds sounding a bit confused. You said this was a cat? The man replies, yes, we cannot move. We cannot do anything. It's so aggressive and so mad. They can't move outside. The they, cat's inside. They cannot move outside. <laughs> They're just petrified. <laughs> They're petrified. So the police came and apparently helped talk the cat down. Wait, wait, wait. The police came, the police came and, and aided the situation. And, and it's yes. like a hostage situation. Yes. And there's a cat inside yes. who's like the hostage taker. And they talked They talked him down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, apparently the cat had a kitten the night before and became very aggressive uh, with the owners. But don't worry. They were able to get back in their house and go to sleep. Eddie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And um, now they're just, they're one big happy family. The cat's so, not aggressive anymore. So the they slice is a cat got upset. Cat got very angry. And, and locked the family out of the house. Locked the, the family police out of the got house. involved. Yes, right. the police came and helped, helped the situation. Uh, the thank down. you, Eddie, though. Can for... we step outside of this moment for a second <laughs> yeah. and talk about how providential it is that I downloaded the Cat Piano app only moments before the show started? I agree. That was clearly a God thing, Eddie. <laughs> That's like one, one set of footsteps right oh there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That gave me chills. Man. <laughs> I, Eddie, do, do you... <laughs> Do you have a mental image of this negotiator of him getting? Oh, I yeah. picture him in the middle. I picture him in, in bed with his wife. It's three yeah, in yeah. the morning. Yeah. No. 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 Right? No. 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 He's got a rough life. He's, He's got, got a rough life. life. Yeah. A mattress on the floor. Right. right. <laughs> mattress on the floor. He may be in bed with someone, but he is not. They're not. They're, it's, it's, yeah. He wakes up. He looks at his cell phone and he sees the number and he's like. I don't have time for this. Here we, yeah, here we go. And he takes a deep breath. I'm coming right down, chief. A cat, yeah. you say? He throws on his tan trench coat yes. and darts out the door. Ty's kind of akimbo. He gets down there. What if do we got? anyone knows what it's like, it's me more than you know, cat. <laughs> He's got a, you know, a 7-Eleven cup of coffee. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, time to stop. Up. Uh, no, no, they brought it. Oh, they uh, brought like it one of him. the uh, police interns. They know. Brought, <laughs> brought, they know because the when you bring the negotiator and yeah. the cat negotiator. Well, I mean, there's, and, and there's all the police cars around, you know, the, the house with the yeah. lights going. And it's dark out. And it had rained that night, right. clearly. Yeah. The, the cops are taking cover behind the open yeah. doors Behind of their the open car. doors, yeah. 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 <laughs> You have five minutes, Riggins. Then we're going in if you don't talk him down. So, so the negotiator's on the bullhorn, probably. Yeah. Um, no, no. He takes. He the, has a they line. give him the bullhorn. He immediately puts it down, and he just starts walking up to the house. Right? They're like, "Do not get closer." And, and then he pulls out of his back pocket. He's got like one of those little toys where he's bouncing up with the bells. Is that cat piano yeah. or you? It's, um, he can't tell. It's so good. I actually did the sampling for Capiano. <laughs> I think this is a whole series of Cat Negotiator. I would watch it. <laughs> it's on James Animal Planet. Vanderbeek this fall. Yeah, on Animal James Planet. Vanderbeek. I had baby <laughs> On the all-new Animal Planet. I had baby kittens once. <laughs>
Right, I get it, man. I'm going to drop that theme song right now. Kitten Confidential, starring James Vanderbeek. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible how much time we've talked about cats cat on this show. Yeah, cat sure. I had cat kitten bodies. once. Turns out my wife was allergic. I get it, man. <laughs> I understand. I have kittens I haven't seen in five years. You think I don't think about them every day? <laughs> You don't think I want to go home? You want to go back to our little litter box in the suburbs? Well, I can't. I can't. My eyes get all itchy. That's the kind of allergies I'm dealing with. That's my reality. Now I want you to open that door. You got nothing but friends out here. Nobody's doing anything. I want you to get out here. I got a. I got a, one of the little scratch pad things. <laughs> and then Miss Mittens just jingles out. And then as he's walking away, as the cat's out and they're getting him in cuffs, right? He's walking away. Put her in a he tosses a cigarette on the ground and the guy's like how'd you do it and he's just like always put catnip in your pocket <laughs> yes Jesse is that how it ends I picture it in much much more oh. uh, terribly where the cops oh. like open fire the cat and the guy dies in front of the bullets for the cat. <laughs> yeah and then, and then it pauses that's the end of it freeze yeah, frame to be freeze continued frame. yeah it's a very <laughs> Coen Brothers ending yeah it's just James Vanderbeek suspended in the air between bullets and a cat <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like the pilot doesn't get picked up and we don't know what happens <laughs> right. kitten confidential did not go over well <laughs> alright well that'll do it for uh, slices Oh, yeah. uh, stay tuned I'm going to say the show <laughs> substance substance no yeah. we, we're going to uh, this is the reason for the show coming up next oh, David yeah. Platt here oh, we no, go that's good right, stay tuned to Lauren Daigle. The song is first from her album, How Can It Be? Well, this week's interview segment is brought to you by my favorite way to build a website, uh, Squarespace. When you use Squarespace, uh, you can build a site that looks professionally designed regardless of skill level and there's no coding required. And I can attest to this because one Saturday afternoon I built relevantmediagroup.com when I was bored. Oh man, it's all and I, full I'm circle not, I'm not a coder. Yeah. So we got a we got a Squarespace site. Uh, it's intuitive. Uh, it has easy to use tools, and Squarespace has state of the art technology uh, powering your site, ensuring security and stability. And it's uh, responsive on all sorts of devices. It's trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Well, of course, including Relevant. Yeah. Uh, it starts at just eight bucks a month, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. 
So you can start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. David Platt served for eight years as the senior pastor of the church at Brook Hills in Birmingham, Alabama, and is now the president of International Mission Board and founder of the discipleship organization Radical. He's written several books, including Radical and his most recent, Counterculture. Our very own Aaron Hanbury recently spoke to him about the book, this new season he's in, and his bold vision for global impact. Here is David Platt. Well, you are noted well as an author, primarily for Radical, the New York Times bestseller. Uh, You also have a new book out uh, called Counterculture. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I basically wrote, you know, Radical was, uh, I wrote just to say, okay, what does it look like to follow Christ in the middle of a culture that is just dominated by an American dream that is in many ways subtly antithetical to the gospel, uh, or in some ways overtly. And so counterculture uh, is really kind of the application of that in the cultural milieu that surrounds us right now with um, the pressing social issues around us from marriage and uh, sexual morality to uh, religious liberty to abortion. So what I, what I wrote Counterculture uh, to do was to show how the gospel relates to all these different issues and to show that we don't have the option of picking and choosing which social issues we're going to apply the gospel to and which ones we're going to uh, stay silent with the gospel on. We've got to apply the gospel consistently across the most pressing social issues around us. So kind of walk through all the and nine of the most pressing social issues in the culture around us and show how the gospel relates to them and compels us to action and response to it. Most of our listeners, if not all, would know you as a pastor. But as it happens, you are no longer pastoring a local church. Can you tell us about that transition and what you're doing now? Yeah, about a year, well, about nine months ago, I transitioned away from pastoring the Church of Brook Hills, uh, a church I love deeply, um, to step into a role as president of IMB, which stands for International Mission Board. Basically, um, IMB is the mission arm, a missions arm of Southern Baptist churches. So we have about 4,700 missionaries uh, around the world serving in uh, some of the darkest, most dangerous, difficult to reach places of the gospel. So just laser focused on the unreached. And the Lord, I, I, there's a lot of backstory how the, how the Lord led me into this role. But, but basically, the way I would describe it is just a narrowing Romans 15 kind of ambition when Paul says it's it's driving ambition to see Christ preach where he's not the name it's just not tolerable Uh, when I look at a world where there's two billion people and two billion people who have little to no knowledge of the gospel and they don't have access to the gospel this is just not tolerable there are people who are dying every day who've never even heard how much God loves them in Christ and so wanting to spend a little bit of time, resources, energy, money, uh, gifts, whatever God's given me on this earth to 
see that statistic change, to see people reached with the gospel who've never heard it. And so, uh, and, and my hope is, I mentioned we have 4,700 missionaries right now. Now I look in mission history, I see the Moravians, and one out of 92 of them were crossing cultures for the spread of the gospel. But one out of 92, if that was happening, so just even among uh, certain Baptist churches, that'd be over 100,000 missionaries, well over 100,000 missionaries. And that's just one donation. I mean, to think about that in a the church on a broader scale, but I don't think we're, we think in those kind of terms. When I think of missionary. I think we've got to start thinking in those kind of terms. That's where uh, to see limitless numbers of people who are crossing cultures for the spread of the gospel. And I think that means we've got to change the way we even think about missionary. Um, you know, many times we think, okay, a missionary is somebody who leaves their job in order to move overseas, which that I think needs to continue to happen. Many people will do that, but but there's scores more people who might not leave a job to go overseas. They might actually leverage a job to go overseas. Uh, the Moravians were doing this not because they had a well, well-financed, sophisticated mission board. It's because they were taking advantage of the opportunities God had given them for the spread of the gospel through uh, go work in these other countries. And some of them were even selling themselves into slavery, getting on slave boats and moving into other countries for the spread of the gospel. And so I think about the globalization of today's marketplace, the opportunities that students, men, women, retirees, from churches here in North America have to go around the world for the spread of the gospel to do, to teach, to do engineering, to do medicine, to do any number of different jobs, to study on any number of different campuses, to retire in any number of different global cities that all have opportunities to, to penetrate unreached peoples with the gospel, to make the gospel known to people who've never heard it. So why not? And so this is what I'm, I'm praying, that God would just... Uh, awaken the church here to see the opportunities given for us around the world so that we might actually, yeah, see limitless numbers of people who are actually leveraging job opportunities or leveraging school opportunities or leveraging retirement opportunities over there instead of just, just thinking the default is to work here to think maybe there's opportunities to work on people who've never heard the gospel and spend my life there for, for his name's sake. What can our listeners be doing? What can we be doing uh, today, this week, to live more on mission? My encouragement would be, one, it's just a mentality to say, to realize. So I would say that anybody listening who is a follower of Christ, you have the Spirit of God living in you. I mean, I'm talking to God who spoke and a world came into being just at his word, the God who right now reigns over every single detail in all the universe. I and mean, this God has put his spirit inside of you. Uh, and so to realize, I mean, I think that's the picture we see in the book of Acts. This is ordinary people with extraordinary power uh, from the Spirit. Of, and, and so the question is, why has He given me His Spirit? Why has God put His very presence inside of me? And the, the clear answer in Acts 1.8 is, you'll receive power from the Holy Spirit, so you'll be witnessed. So to look at your sphere of influence around you, to look at the people uh, that you're around, that you work around, that you live around, that you hang out with, that you work out with, whatever it is, who, who's in your sphere of influence, and to realize you have the power from God Himself for the purpose of sharing with them 
how they can go from eternal, everlasting death and agony and suffering to eternal, everlasting life and joy. Um, like, there's no greater way to spend today, this week, than thinking through intentionally, okay, how can I make that good news known in the context of relationships that God has given me right where I live, and to realize that God's given those relationships to you uniquely, um, that He's put you in those people uh, in those people's lives for a reason. That reason for is for their good and for His glory through them. He loves them. He desires them to know Him. And so, anyway, to to think through, okay, so how can I be intentional with the power of God's Spirit? claiming the greatest news on the planet to the people around me and to, to just think through that on a, on a daily, weekly basis. Okay, so what can that look like then in my life? How can I make sure not just to coast through life living for the temporal and the trivial, but lift my eyes to that which is eternal and say, okay, what what's going to matter? Not just 10 minutes or 10 days or 10 months from now, but 10 billion years from now based on what I do this week, and then give yourself to that. That was David Platt. You can find out more at counterculturebook.com or follow him on Twitter at PlattDavid. This portion of the show is brought to you by Kalo, makers of the silicone wedding ring. The Kalo silicone ring is the functional wedding ring for your active lifestyle. Made from medical grade silicone, Kalo rings are perfect for surfers, rock climbers, drummers, police officers, nurses, and anyone who is tired of choosing between your life and your wedding ring. Kalo wants to empower your commitment to marriage all the time. So come and join the Kalo community's passionate pursuit of the best life has to offer. Kalo rings start at only $15.99, so go to Kalo.com, that's Q-A-L-O.com, and use the promo code RELEVANT at the checkout to get 15% off any purchase. Kalo, commitment is contagious. You're listening to Monophobics. I think you're, they're scared of mono. Mono. They're, <laughs> they're, they, yeah, they, they are only comfortable with stereo. Yeah, yeah. Only. Oh, I was thinking of a different kind uh, of mono, yeah, Jesse. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I was too. They're, they're, the they're, kissing they're, disease? Yeah, yeah they're scared disease. of the kissing disease. Clearly, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Well, no, they, <laughs> they have they've, to have two channels of music and one in both ears. They, <laughs> the album's called I Kiss Dating Goodbye, so clearly, uh, monophobics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, monophobics. The, the song is Promises oh. uh, from their album Sound of Sinning. <laughs> so it was, it, it's just kissing. It was the kissing is the sound of sinning. Yeah. These guys are monophobics. I was terribly yeah. afraid of mono. You were afraid of mono? I was afraid of mono. 
on a, as a homeschooler because, but I wasn't, I had no that's need to be. That's the disease that's all yeah. over the public school. That's the uh, public water school. fountains. Yeah, well, they were, they would just talk about it all the time in yeah. like shows and stuff. Like what shows were you watching? I don't know. <laughs> They're fear mongering. Fear mongering. I repressed it. Your I parents are like making TV shows and putting them in the VCR. <laughs> Is there yeah. some weird oh. name for homeschool series that I'm not sure about where like the pinnacle of bad things that can happen to you is getting mono. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty, it probably is pretty bad. You're sleepy all the time mm-hmm. and you just can't go on. So it's my life right now. Yeah. All right. Well, right. this weekend is Father's Day. Uh, it's Happy a very Father's special day, day in, the, in the life of a father. Um, it is. You're either, it's, it makes you feel very good or very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Like, right? If your kids do, don't care if you're and a cat do detective. terrible things. You're right, you're a cat uh, negotiator. Probably be a bad thing. A cat right? negotiator, and you lost three that week. That'd be really you're, rough. Your kittens. It's a very special day uh, every year uh, for a lot of people. Not everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say about 50% of the population, like the moms, Yeah, not a big day for them. No, no, no. It's a big day for the, the other half. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we thought we should celebrate it, you know, make a big deal about us uh, yeah. with a game. <laughs> Yeah. So we invited the unmarried female right. In, right. The, in the office. To honor us. The only several. one. Yeah. There are several. <laughs> the only The one. only unmarried female. The most the single female. The most unmarried female that there ever Clearly. was. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> to do a game about Father's Day. Uh, take it away, Tiffany. Well. What's the game about and who's playing? This game is about Hollywood's worst pop pops. <laughs> pop pop And what's yeah. it called? It's called the Pop 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 Quiz. Wow, a, a stepping up uh, the jingles. Uh, really? Uh, not yeah. evolving. Phenomenal. Evolving. Put his own stamp on things, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Jeremy Dunlap. Stinky the, rap. You are a pioneer. Right. I'll, I'll, one at a time, I will, I will describe a Hollywood pop-pop, Yep. and you will have to guess who that Hollywood pop-pop is. Oh. Do I get a choice, or do I just go cold? No. You go cold. I do have a hint. For each one, if, if you, you need it, if you need it, if you if you if you have to give it, yeah. like you're not right. I understand. I will get a hint. You can just yeah. you can just put the put the hints back in the holster for my. Uh, right. You, you j- just go ahead and give that handicap. I'll, pl- to I'll Eddie. play. I'll play hint free, Bo. What do you think about that? Do <laughs> you want right. to commit to a hint free really campaign? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. Let's go. Who's, no going, who's going first here? I, Jesse's I going first. Oh, okay, Eddie's Jesse. going first. I don't oh. know why I said I am. I don't know. I was starting to get. It was like sports smack talk. You know, I love it. Sports Jesse, thing. yeah, are you ready? I, I oh, I'm born ready. Okay, so cool. this '90s Hollywood pop not only used his daughter for schemes, but he also willingly gave her up for adoption to her elementary school teacher. You can hardly blame her for super gluing her father's head to a hat. Name that Hollywood pop. Wait, is this a real life scenario that happened, or it happened on a show? It ha- it's a movie or a television. So these character. scenarios, okay, these this is a character. Characters. Yes. So it's not like an actual. No, it's not Ryan Gosling. These, right. These are people that Tiffany personally knows. <laughs> yeah. So this is a this is a Hollywood uh, entertainment thing, yes. and you're talking about the, the dad characters. character. Yes. Right, give it to Jesse again. And you, you know, I I I uh, rescind what I said about the hints. I'm, defi- <laughs> I'm definitely going to need one here. Okay. His daughter had a special. Ability to move things with her mind. So, so there's some sort of sitcom or movie about a girl that has telepathic powers and a bad father and a bad dad, and her elementary school teacher adopts her. I'm going to say it was the Bewitched show with uh, Melissa Joan Hart back in the day. It was Mr. Wormwood from Matilda, played by Danny DeVito. No, none of that. Matilda. Yeah. Matilda. 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 So the dad, the correct answer was Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. All right. Yep. Good. Okay. okay. Uh, Eddie. 
So nothing for Jesse. Nothing for Jesse this one. Zero. That's the hardest okay. one. Yeah, that was pretty. Don't, that was don't don't take that too. Pretty thing. difficult. Yeah. Okay. This devilish dad <laughs> revealed himself to be the father of his son, and his first act of fatherly love was cutting off his hand. Now that's what I call a severance package. I wrote that. Uh, <laughs> the first act of fatherly love was cutting off his, his hand. His own hand yeah. or his son's his hand? His son's hand. And I don't know. You should give need me a hint. hint. You know. Uh, the hint I wrote was oh, you shouldn't on, need a hint. Hold on. Was this like a. I can answer this it's one. It's like a Star Wars. Yeah, it, it was a Star Wars. It was. Can I just say it was Luke or Darth Vader? Yes, Darth Vader. Okay, yes, great. That's correct. Yeah. Great. Just correct. say it into the mic so the whole crowd can hear you. Darth Vader. <laughs> one point for me, please. <sighs> All right, Jesse. Okay, this I'm ready. hard. Jesse, this animated ancestor may be good at heart, but some of his favorite pastimes include drinking, laying on the couch, and strangling his son whenever he gets out of line. Oh, <laughs> I, it's de- definitely Homer Simpson. That is correct. Yeah, good one. Nice. nice. So one, one. Good luck. Edward. For a man who says that he does everything for the betterment of his family, he sure is pretty awful to his kids. If you want a pat on the back, don't go running to this ferocious father. He's more likely to belittle you. You'll need the hint. You'll need the hint. Yeah, I'll need the hint. <laughs> his son is ridiculed for his small stature. Oh, is that a... What's that show? It's uh, with... Um... <laughs> you, no, you're on there. You're on there. Go, go, go. Brian Cranston is the dad. No. no. Is another small kid on a show? <laughs> I don't... You were thinking of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, you are like thinking of Breaking Bad. He was actually pretty kind to Walter. Yeah. <laughs> he was Small, statured kid. Though. I don't know. So, I'm sorry. Tywin Lannister, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, he's the imp. The imp's dad. Oh, hello. He just makes fun of him being he's short all the time. He's a very terrible father. A terrible father. Yeah, from so what right. I... So all of these are terrible fathers. Yes, they're yeah, all very the bad fathers. Very yeah. bad fathers. Bad, yeah. bad dads. This is all for us to feel better about our oh, own fatherhood. Oh, I get the strategy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually doing a pretty decent yeah, job Yeah, you're doing a, a great job. I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't severed my son's hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't make fun of him incessantly. And he's only two, so you don't make fun of him for being short. Comparatively, comparatively, I'm doing great. Yeah, I like it. Jesse. This, one, one. This pop-up is self-absorbed businessman whose most lasting gift was his failed invention that does nothing good except for burn people's hands. Oh, that is George Sr. That's right. Oh, right. Development. The cornballer. The yeah, cornballer. Pop-pop does get a treat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Edward. Yes. Here's a fiendish father who only wanted to help his family, but whose actions haunt him when the family business results in the death of his daughter. Daughter. And you should know this. I, I'm really bad with these. The things. family business may have involved a trunk of a car and a cannoli. Oh, is this the Godfather? Yeah. Oh, correct. yeah, good one. Still tied. <laughs> Another terrible two, father. Two. That is really yeah, He is a pretty bad father. Jesse, this down and out dad hasn't seen his kids since he and his wife divorced, but he pushes and shoves his way back in just for a place to live. Mm. Who is that? Oh, come on. Hollywood pop pop. That's easy. Oh, uh, it's Gene Hackman. It's Royal Tenenbaum. That is correct. Gene Hackman, all right. Um, Edward. Or Eddie. Edward or Eddie. Which do you prefer? Honestly? Yes. I like Edward way better as a name. But Eddie is way too, it's way too late. I've already. I'm I'm calling you Edward. I'm changing it too. Okay. I'm down. All right. Go team. This absentee alpha male has kids and rarely sees them. In fact, at one point, his young children were left alone in his apartment for one day while it was robbed. Who is this dapper dad? Following his apartment while it was robbed. Now remember, it's a character, not a real person. I know. I'm really bad. Who is this dapper dad? Oh, okay, that was really helpful. Yeah. Okay, Matt and Don yes. Draper. Yes, that was Don really Draper. helpful and sweet <laughs> of you. 
I did, that wasn't even my hint. That was just like the <laughs> pity hint. Who is keeping score? I am. Okay. We are. Did you get it? Came wrong. Yeah, yeah. I got it. All right. It was pitiful. It's tied. It's tied. Three, three. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, this is, this is the final round. Winner take all. <laughs> okay. How about this? Since she only has one question left, we're just going to first to say it. Okay. I, I, I second that. I like it. Okay. 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 This long-winded papa bear is known for telling a supernaturally lengthy story, and you thought your dad told boring stories. I read that word for word. Boring stories. <laughs> um, What's the hint? The story took nine years. Never ending story. I don't even know. <laughs> Sorry. Just, first thing I said. And there were this, nine seasons. It's the gospel. Oh, oh, oh. So, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Oh. Oh. But you just guessed the show. You didn't say who the dad was. I've never yes. seen that show. So, go ahead. Do you know the so, dad's name from How I Met Your Mother, Jess? Uh, uh, Old Jason Ronnie. Siegel? No. <laughs> God, it's fine. Ted Mosby. Come yeah. on. I'm sorry. That was really so hard. So who won? Nobody. Reason. No, we both. I say I say talk. Eddie won for knowing it was how I met your mother, though. Yeah, that, yeah, that's <laughs> that was fair. Good. All right, that'll do it for. Uh... Stay tuned. Up next, feedback. You're listening to Ren Weaver. The song is The Fool. It's about Jesse. Fool, you, oh, you burn. How dare you, Cameron? How dare you? Terrible. <laughs> All right, it's time for uh, your feedback. Uh, corrections and apologies. I have a, a correction apology. I'd like to apologize for Jesse for saying that he's a fool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Apology not accepted. Continue. <laughs> An instant one. That's a really nice. We're going to have to make yeah. it till next week. Uh, Doesn't matter. Instant apology. It fell on deaf ears. <laughs> There's anything I know about Jesse is that he does not accept apologies. <laughs> As a rule, I never forgive. And also, just for details, so we all understand. Jesse's actually pretty tall, since we're we care about height. Oh, oh yeah, we have to. Ira Glass is teaching us. We have to paint right. a picture. He's about six eight. Doesn't take apologies and is wearing a Where's Waldo shirt. Also, my apology is I'm sorry. I called your shirt a Where's Waldo shirt. Instant. I will. I will never forgive you for that. <laughs> All right. Last week, uh, the question of the week, we asked you. It was a trifecta. It was the first time. Ten mm. years in. Ten years we've been doing this. It was unbelievable. First time we've done a trifecta question of the week. It was all about pranks. We want to know your best prank story. We wanted to know uh, about pranks gone bad, mm -hmm. and we also wanted suggestions for grown-up pranks. Mm -hmm. uh, we almost said adult pranks, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> grown-up <laughs> pranks. Uh, grown-up <laughs> pranks. You guys wrote us uh, at the podcast episode page at realmags.com. You also hit us up on Twitter at Podcast. Here are a few of our favorites. As we're pulling it up, can I share my favorite prank I ever did? It wasn't like the most elaborate, but it was the one that gave me deep joy. In college, I found out there, like there was a, you know, it was a big lecture hall, and there was just a telephone number or a telephone up there, right by the the teacher. And one day after class, 
I pick up that phone and call my cell phone so I have the number. And for the rest of the entire semester, I would sit there during a very deep point and just open up my phone and dial it and watch it ring. And the teacher would just go, oh, what is that phone? Who keeps calling that phone? (laughs) (laughs) Would he answer it and you say something creepy? No, no, no. I never. It was always just a ring and then a hang up right as we get there. I still always really enjoyed that. Did anyone else know about it? It was just a thing you did? I think Brie knew. I think Brie knew, yeah. You want to add that to our apology? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry to that professor whose class I kind of wrecked. <laughs> uh, John C. Thompson hit us up on Twitter, and he said, uh, this, I think this is a suggestion for a grown-up prank. He says, leave a school of goldfish and toilet unflushed at the next dinner party or office party. Key to success, never admit it was you. Wait, never. Pre-eaten or post-eaten? Gold, like goldfish I, before you ate them or after you ate I them? I think oh. he's talking about actual live fish. Okay. Yeah. No, wait. Oh. No, like goldfish, like the food. I know. I think no, he's, he's talking, talking about a school of goldfish like in the actual, toilet. Because then you're like, oh, that's really. A bummer. That that's makes a real, me way more sad than what I thought it you're was. You're like, gosh, what am I going to do? Am I going to flush on the uh, I don't believe a, a handful of the cracker goldfish is called a school of goldfish. He wow. says, leave a school of goldfish in a toilet. Uh, I bet I bet it is. I bet they would say, like. <laughs> What's he eating over there? School of goldfish. A murder of goldfish. Yeah. Colby did. This one is a little strange for a couple of reasons. One, he has a buddy who was obsessed with a pumpkin that he bought. That uh, one year he bought a pumpkin and he would only he would just go on and on about how it was the best pumpkin he'd ever bought. Hmm. He was just very like impressed cosmetically with this pumpkin. Uh, so one night they decided him and his friends decided uh, uh, to go out and they to smash pumpkins and they pick up their buddy. Uh, his name is Luke. Uh, and before he came out, they grabbed his prize pumpkin and put it into the car without him noticing. Uh, they drove to a dam in town, and they smashed a few, and they said, hey, we've already smashed some. Why don't you smash this one? So they gave Luke unknowingly his prize pumpkin, <laughs> and he smashed it himself. Oh, oh God, Man, that is tragic. That's yeah. like a tragedy. They, they told him, and they said that, that, that the, the, the look on his face was it was joy to pure sorrow. But it kind of, like, you kind of don't feel bad for Luke because he's smashing somebody. He thinks he's smashing somebody's pumpkin. Right. And know? he doesn't notice it's his prized pumpkin. Pumpkin. It yeah, if you like, really mm-hmm. loved that pumpkin as much yeah. as he claimed he did, Good he would have known before feels, he smashed feels like, it at the feels town like his dam. fault. Right. Yeah. Uh, Clark Strasberg said in college. Clark Strasberg. Strasberg said in college, friends took a dissected piglet from a biology class yeah, and right. froze the head to my car like a hood ornament. Uh. <laughs> those, those piglets in biology class were great because, like, I used to, I used to cut the. Tail off, yeah. and, I'd, and I'd have them. I like put them in a napkin, take them back to me with the locker, oh, yeah. and I'd go up to That's girls and weird. hold them up to their head and be like, "Hey, you have pigtails." Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know who joke. else did that? That's a great joke. Every serial killer ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's see what you missed out on going to homeschool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, came, we came home that from, and more. Instead, on some so great stuff. My roommate and I came back to our college apartment one time and found an entire alligator, a dead alligator, what? taped to our door, duct taped. It was what? a big alligator. Because oh, you went to the University of Florida. She had found it. She had found a, a dead alligator on the oh, side of the road. And that's and how she reacted up to our door. It's like really awful. It was By really terrifying. She did this? It was her and another friend. I yeah. feel like it'd be way scarier if she would have just like put it on your bed or something. Yeah, was, like under the in. like under the covers. Yeah, right. Tuck it yeah. in all snuggly. Totes, yeah. totes disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Tuck it in. Uh, Joe Lane said on Twitter, uh, "Classy prank idea." Uh, summer camp, relocate everyone's bedding to a different bunk while the campers are away. Priceless confusion. Ooh, that's oh, a good idea. Yeah, or bad. no one's going to notice. Or at the uh, the the bunks, just uh, put dead alligators under their covers. <laughs> Hi-oh! 
tape them on the door. Yeah, and butchered piglets. It's hilarious. Benjamin Spears was incredulous. He says, what? This week's Relevant Podcast had two guests and a nine-minute rant on Coke names and still only managed to be a little over an hour? You want to know why? Edward or Eddie wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Derailing well, everything. And people don't know that uh, uh, mercifully uh, spared the 29-minute discussion on yeah. uh, my Diet Coke addiction. Believe it or not, that oh, nine fun. minutes was the good part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other 20 I cut out was just one thing after just, another. Just basically Shauna and Joy being very concerned about how much yeah. aspartame I, I consume every day. It was kind of an intervention. It, it really turned well, into alarming. something very deep. The story of this podcast is striking and gutters. You know what I mean? It's either <laughs> Addison on the podcast page. I like this one. <laughs> it's sell things on Craigslist on behalf of your friends if you know their phone number that they don't own. Free puppies, <laughs> tickets to an upcoming Taylor Swift concert at face value, etc. That is a great etc. That is a great idea. Oh, yeah. the etc. Yeah. Um, there are a lot more. Uh, you guys are cruel and merciless people uh, with sick minds and you are inundated us with, with terrible stories stories. You should go read them all and chime in your own on last week's episode page. It's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Well, earlier uh, we brought you the the riveting pilot episode of uh, Getting Confidential. Getting Confidential Confidential. starring one Mr. James Vanderbeek. It was a pilot for (laughs) Animal Planet and uh, it was a cliffhanger to be continued, which was a ploy they were trying to do to get uh, the the channel to pick up to pick, pick it, it up, up to like yeah. see what happens uh, they passed the fans want to um, know it was very sad uh, what we thought we should do since clearly now Mr James one one Mr James Vanderbeek uh, is out of a job yeah. uh, we thought we should crowdsource ideas for mm. other pilots other yeah. shows that yeah. he would be the star of that he could then pitch or shop to other networks. And while I'm not certain that we could do this, I feel like we could probably get these to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he's he's yeah. very available he'd on probably, direct message on Twitter. He'd probably just be here. He's probably around the studio. Right. right. He's, he's just hanging out. He's listening right now. So just he's hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what we thought, so what we want from you is, is the name of the show uh, starring Mr. James Vanderbeek, uh, the, the channel that we would want to pitch <laughs> it to and, and a brief synopsis of uh, why it would be a hit. Or a are there synopsis. any parameters creatively, or are we just saying James, or is your only parameter James Vanderbeek? Yeah, he I has think, to be the star. James yeah, Vanderbeek has to be the does star. Does it have yeah. to be crime or cat related? No, no, no it, the parameters are only your mind. It's, <laughs> James is in the show, what's it on, what's it called, what's the plot? Right. That's yeah. it. If you want to do some storyboarding or any sort of art uh, we're glad to. We send yeah. it. Always encouraged. This is Always your encouraged. process. We yeah. don't want to push ourselves. <laughs> whatever on. you think will get the show picked up. That's really what you got to send us. Yeah. Whatever uh, you cast the vision in whatever way you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast. And frankly, if you can share it via Twitter, it's probably not going to get picked up. Um, <laughs> right. Just, just saying. Yeah. Um, uh, or you can go over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and post your replies there. Man. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. I like it. I'm excited about it. Mr. James Vanderbeek. Um, thanks a lot to Tuft and Needle and Squarespace for sponsoring the show. Remember to go uh, start your 100-night free trial at tuftandneedle.com and at squarespace.com. Use promo code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase of their awesome platform. Uh, thanks to David Platt. Uh, make sure to check out his new book, Counterculture, which is out now. You can find out more at counterculturebook.com or follow him on Twitter at Platt David 
two T's. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, this week there won't be any excerpts, but there are excerpts up, and we uh, you should check them out. And there's band performances, so you can kind of get caught up on what Gunger's been doing in our studio for the last mm-hmm. few years mm-hmm. to get you know just get ready and build Pr- anticipation. Prime the pump. Prime the pump. We like to, it's, as we say in the biz. But everyone in the biz says yeah. it's mostly right. what they say. Yeah. And uh, get the magazine. Uh, relevant. You can get relevant magazine right now for only a dollar a month. Uh, it's it's worth that at least. Yeah, I think it's worth a lot more than <laughs> that. More. I mean, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah. I would say it is. <laughs> you get you get instant access to uh, the tablet edition, the website premium content, and you get the paper magazine six times a year mailed to you. The next uh, issue uh, has Joy Williams on the cover. Uh, she, you know, the Civil Wars broke up. She talks about that. She talks about her new season. Mm. It's uh, very cool. Yeah, and uh, that is shipping now. So if you go subscribe now, you actually get that as your first issue. Relevantmags.com. Buck a month. There you go. On that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. (laughs) (laughs) Let Eddie back in, please. (laughs) I'm Tiffany Brunson. I'm Jeremiah Dunlap. I'm Jesse Carey. For Joy Egridge and Shauna Nyquist, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Connect with us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast, and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. I can't believe it's not body butter.